Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory. As always, it's me, Jack. And it's me, Colin, back in the Wrong Term Memory hot seat after um, missing last week, Jack. You recorded with that alien crank without me. <laughs> yeah, Andy, come on. Quite a, good, quite a decent show, you know. Um, enjoyed it. People seem to have enjoyed it on Patreon and stuff like that, leaving his comments. So, yeah, um, you were missed, mate. But Oh, thanks very much. Andy's a good guy. He's, a, he's always a crank with some of the stuff he believes in and all that. But he is a good guy. I do like Andy. Um, and I do like the nice comments. It's good. Uh, thank you for the people that said, uh, I hope you feel better, Colin. Um, that made me feel better. So I was, there was quite a few. There was quite a few looking out for you or giving you a shout out, mate. So, it's yeah, so nice, isn't it? Such lovely people. Yeah, but you're back in the hot seat today. You know, um, we had McGarrow on a couple of weeks ago. So now we, we, we said this on our other show. And I imagine most people listen to both shows, but there might be some people that only listen to Wrong Term Memory, you never know. Yeah. McGarry got five bookings off the back of either Wrong Term Memory or uh, RBR or other show. So we're putting a shout out. If it was one of you Wrong Term Memory listeners and you want to get in contact and let us know what happens, you want to come on and speak about it, if you're willing enough to do that, that would be fantastic. If not... If you don't want to get in contact, we're not forcing you to, obviously. But it'd be nice to hear from you just to sort of, yeah, get some feedback. Um, was it worth the money, basically? <laughs> yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to know who these five people are to clap you in the back, shake your hand, and say congratulations. You heard something, you liked something, you went out and got it. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, if you want to come on the pod and tell us about it, that's even better. So yeah, kudos to that, and well done. You know, we got Megara on, and we're not in a position yet where we can ask people to come on and offer the money and stuff to go on. So we can get a guest that comes on. They're coming on, usually out of the goodness of their own heart, to help us out or to try and push something that they've got. I don't think she came on thinking she'd be getting a bunch of uh, long-term memory fans wanting to something to look <laughs> into her, but she ended up with five between you guys and heart and hand. And it's not all Stephen Arrigan. So hopefully, um, hopefully you've, um, whoever it was has enjoyed it and it's good that she's got a turnout of it as well because that's what it's all about. So fantastic news all round. Yeah, so again, like we are looking to get other guests on with interesting jobs and stuff like that. So again, if you know people that have an interest, that weird job, an interesting job, let us know. You never know. They might be worth they might be worth chatting to because obviously you know more people than we know. We know a lot of podcasters. I know a lot of podcasters. Um, you know loads of podcasters jobs. that we network yeah. of yours. With yeah. pretty beige jobs. <clears throat> uh, but if you know anybody that's got an interesting job, let us know. Now today, Colin I'm surprised. I was going to just—I was going to just tell you really quickly, if it's all right. Um, I've had a couple of sessions with Megara myself since we had the show. Um, not dominatrix sessions, though. It's got to be said. Um, you remember I geeked out a little bit with some of the NLP stuff and things. So, um, she's been teaching me how to do NLP, and it's lots of fun actually. And um, I, I did some of the stuff with somebody for the first time the other day, and it worked. So it's it's actually really really cool. So yeah. Um, everybody's got something out of that show, really. Yeah, so speaking of NLP, you mentioned a guy called Dern Brown, obviously. Most people will know him. He's got a new show that was on Channel 4 maybe last week or the week before. Did you watch it? And what did you think of it? Because I'll be honest, I didn't think it was one of his best. Um, <clears throat> I only watched the first half and I've got the second half recorded. Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. I really like it. It's... It was an odd one for me because I've seen a lot of these stage shows. I, I usually go and see them live. I, this is one that I hadn't seen, so I was quite interested in it. Um, 
it didn't have anything in the first half that I watched. It didn't, it didn't have any big massive moments or things that shocked me. It was just dead and brown doing dead and brown things. But I do enjoy that. So I still play. I still liked it. Yeah, like I said, it was all right, but it wasn't as good as some of his earlier shows. That's just my opinion. Like, you've been watching anything else recently that's worth a, a gander? It's probably the main thing is still just Succession, Jack. Succession is... Um, it's only got three episodes left now, I think, at the time of recording. And me and Martin were talking the other day, and we both said before this final season started that if, um, if they got this final season correct and did a good ending... It's going to go right up there as one of the best shows of all time. It will sit there with The Sopranos, Mad Men, uh, The Wire, that sort of stuff. And then we both turned down to each other last week and said, it doesn't matter what happens from now on, it's already there. Is it? It's, it's, good, man. it's that good. It's just incredible, incredible TV. Um, that's probably the only thing I've been watching on the regular. been watching loads of football the last couple of weeks, more football than I usually watch. i um, been watching that and been playing quite a bit of PlayStation, playing Star Wars on the PlayStation, playing The Last of Us back again on the PlayStation. So that's been kind of taking up my time, and then I had three days last week when I was so ill I couldn't look at a screen. So um, that kind of lost a bit of time with that. But yeah, that's kind of the main things. What about you? Have you watched anything else? Uh, what did I watch? I watched uh, Guilt from Guilt. the start. It's been it's been getting pushed quite heavily on BBC, but the two Scottish guys, it's based right. in Edinburgh, and in the first season they run somebody over, and then they try to get away with it. And also, uh, the whole story stems from there. A three seasons, four episodes a season by a guy, Neil Patterson, I think the guy's name is. Is it good? It's, it's all right, man. Yeah, it's like sort of BBC crime garb. You know, it's it's all right. I did watch the, the whole 12 episodes in about a week or so, you know, one or two a night. It passed the time. Carl quite enjoyed it as well, so it's always handy when both of us enjoy things. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. but apart from that, mate, no, not, not a whole lot. Not got a lot of I time, had I had um, my friend round the house um, over the weekend and we watched a couple of films and watched two of the most random films I ever think of, Jack. We watched, um, we basically watched a one film that I'd not seen and one film that she'd not seen, right? And um, the first film we watched one I hadn't seen, which was super bad. Right, okay. Does it stand you know? up? Uh, well, I'd never seen it, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was quite funny, yeah. I thought it was quite good. And then the one that they hadn't seen was um, Gregory's Girl. So I watched Gregory's Girl again and loved it just as much as I do every time I watch it. Uh, we've done Gregory's Girl quite a long time ago, uh, now, probably about three or four years ago in here it was. Yeah, we had him. Um, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way, at the cinema. Um, I it's quite emotional. Mate, I was sitting bubbling during it. Um, I don't know if it was because I was still not well, but it was it was ridiculously good. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I've seen some cracking stuff at the cinema recently, but it's all going to end this week because I'm going to see a rom-com with Celine Dion in it next weekend, so... I'll probably, have, I'll, probably, I'll probably have been to see that by the time this is aired, but yeah, I'm going to see um, this woman whose husband dies, and she keeps texting his phone to get some sort of closure and to feel close to him. This other back? guy, no, this this, no. this phone number then gets recycled and given to another guy, right. and he starts getting the text messages, and he figures out who the woman is, but he doesn't reply to them, but he gets to know her, and he uses the information from those text messages to appeal more to her, and to tap into her, basically. But the whole time he's getting relationship advice from Celine Dion. <laughs> is Celine Dion, Celine Dion, isn't it? Oh. Celine Dion is playing Celine Dion, yeah. It's, I was really kidding yeah. when I said that. No yeah, yeah, Celine yeah. Dion is playing Celine Dion. It's it's very, very strange. And um, I've been asked to go see that on Friday, so that's what I'm doing on Friday night. <clears throat> yeah, cool. Sounds fucking garbage. but <laughs> that, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you next week how it was. Um, <laughs> dog shit. Now, <laughs> I 
I was just about to say before we had a wee TV chat there that I'm surprised it's taken this long for us to go on to Urban Dictionary, which is what we're going to do today, and just look at some of the stuff on there. That's basically it. Some of it's pretty horrible. Yes. So I have found a bunch of websites with a bunch of things about Urban Dictionary, and this one's a slideshow. You know how you get these annoying websites that have got slideshows like this is like top 10 x's and then you need to yeah. you need to go through the slideshow but i thought that was actually quite good for this podcast because now neither of us know what's coming yeah we can't jump ahead like we usually do so that's quite good yeah it works quite well it's a good one right okay so um the website is called run of the web never heard of it before but it has got uh, 37 completely disgusting urban diction dictionary definitions basically so we'll just we'll just again do one each the usual sort of gab back and forth see how how many we get through and sounds good what what i might what i might do at the end of the show is to give the patents a wee bit of a bonus we'll maybe try and do a main show maybe you know 40 minutes here and then maybe another 15 minutes just for patents because we've got quite a few new patents after McGarry and stuff come on so um, to give them a little bonus we might do that rather than release two public episodes this week so we'll see we'll see how far we get through these so we'll start with uh, number one of 37 or 38 mate a suicide wank have you ever heard of this I um, I haven't no I've heard of a danger wank right yes. a suicide wank so when you're having a wank just before you blow your load, shout "Mom" or "Dad," and then try finish the job before they get to your room. Oh my God! Right, okay. <laughs> I love. I always love the wee. You know how they on up in dictionary. If you've never been on it, they give you their definition and then they use it in a sentence, basically. Yeah. So, so a friend tried a suicide wank in one. He did it and failed the second time, though. I've heard of a danger wank where you go to a disabled toilet, start wanking, and then pull the cord. Oh, Jesus, right, okay. <laughs> hell. Is that the definition of that? Right, yeah. okay. Well, or just any danger wank is like a wank in a where you could get caught, I think. But uh, I, thought I, 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 I thought a danger wank was like having a wank, thinking about your pal's birth or something like that. Um, right. no, no. But there's this one, like, Oh, like the suicide wank where you just before I'll, I'll quote it just for blow the load shout mum or dad so just as you're about to come what you want to think about is your mum or dad basically that's <laughs> i don't know if I, it would maybe be enough to put you off i'm not sure but yeah that's that's crazy um, i've spoken well, about we, this with davy last week on our other show i think some of these are just made up like they're not actual things they can't yeah. be you know they can't be in saying that i think there's probably people that do stuff like this just oh, there definitely will be people that because they'll hear about this and think it's a thing and do it just to do it. Um, okay. probably starting with this next one, which is bathroom battleship, Jack. Um, okay. which is when two friends are in a public bathroom and stalls or cubicles next to each other both taking a dump. Mm-hmm. What they do is you wipe your arse with toilet paper and then you pre- proceed to toss the soiled toilet paper <laughs> over the top of the stall into the friend's stall and attempt to hit your friend with the soiled toilet paper. Similar to the game Battleship, except you use toilet paper with doo-doo on it instead of plastic pegs and a bathroom stall instead of the game board. And um, I'd like to put it in a sentence, as you said. Mum. This is mum talking. Mum. How did you get those doo-doo stains on your shirt and in your hair? Son, 
Johnny and I played bathroom uh, bathroom battleships at the supermarket. Oh, never. No. Right. I can't keep saying never heard of that one because I don't think I'm going to have heard of any of these, but that one is quite funny. It's quite funny. <laughs> what the fuck? Alligator fuckhouse. This is supposedly <laughs> a daring sexual manoeuvre. Mid, <laughs> I love the way they describe these things. Mid-coitus. Oh, mid-coitus, yeah, nice. Mid-coitus. One person bites the neck of the other, <laughs> locks their arms and legs down, and goes into a death roll, <laughs> all while maintaining insertion. Like <laughs> a <car>. Sally, <laughs> this is Sally, a quote. Last night, Johnny surprised me with an alligator fuckhouse, <laughs> and I came for another half. <laughs> I think the bite might have left a scar though so um, mm. this was posted by a, a user on Urban Dictionary called Alligator Fuckmaster back in 2006 some of these things are from a long time ago so um, yeah. some of the line music stuff might be a little bit um, 2006 let's be honest but yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're reading this out exactly as a website puts it. It's not Jack and I's own words. We don't agree with it. We don't endorse it. We, if anything, we condemn it. Um, yeah, so next one up was the Panamanian Petting Zoo, <laughs> okay. which is when one forces one's partner to pick the nuts and corn out of a bowel movement. The partner then presents the nuts and the corn to a cup or a dish and then tosses the nuts and the corn onto the bed where the partner eats them like a goat. Or any other typical petting zoo animal. Um, commonly preceded by a Kentucky Klondike bar. Um, and the sentence is He gives his lunch lady a Kentucky Klondike bar for as long as he could. It made sense for him to follow up with a Panamanian petting zoo. Right, okay, I don't know what I, I can't click that. Kentucky Klondike I can, bar. I can click it, I think. Um, what it's that a, is. It's just a oh, picture, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't actually tell you what it is. Yeah. Uh, an angel's touch when you're peeing or shitting and your dick touches the urinal toilet where other dicks have probably been. Yeah. Like, used in a sentence, I was shitting comfortably and then suddenly my dick feels cold like an angel's touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. Uh, the next one is a Kentucky Klondike bar, Jack. That's what's there, right, okay. Yeah. Um, the act of freezing a bowel movement and sexually penetrating another with the frozen bowel movement. I've, uh, I've heard of this before. Yeah, it's it's called um, ice, ice, ice stacking. Or, ice is is it? Like yeah. yeah, it's. I think Lisa Stansfield was into it. Um, ice stacking. Is that an allegedly thing? We should say there, like allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, but, allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly. Yeah. Just in case allegedly. some representatives are listening, but they don't. I think that. she actually listens quite a lot. Um, she's a big fan of um, me anyway. Um, so. Next up, what have we got? A cold lunch. Okay. Mm, I kind of know what's coming here. The simple sexual act of forcing yourself to throw up into another person's mouth, usually in the result of another person eating it. Oh, God. I felt sick from all the burritos I ate for lunch, so I just gave Kimberly a Mexican cold lunch to help me bust a nut real quick. <laughs> 2008, that was, um, from a guy called Kim, I wonder um, about this guy's political views, Confederate Florida. Oh, of course, of course. Mm. Still eats a burrito, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Okay, this next one is called saddlebacking. And we did, we I think I've heard this of this one. one. Yeah, yeah, that's where I, that's where I've heard that. Oh. Um, saddlebacking the term for the phenomenon of Christian teens engaging in unprotected anal sex in order to preserve their virginities. It's named after the Saddleback Church, which is the home of the Reverend Rick Warren, 
who is a proponent of abstinence education. Um, sex ed that's convinced so many Christian boys and girls that butt-fucking isn't actually sex. And um, <laughs> if you want to hear it in context, saddlebacking. After attending the Purity Ball, Heather and Bill saddlebacked all night because she's saving herself for marriage. Oh, saddlebacking. Uh, duck butter? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> hmm. The combination of sweat and ball from the ball sack and anus that creates a buttery film. On the grundle in the butthole, occurring usually from an unwashed scroll, <laughs> creating a smelly odour that worsens in thickness and odour by the minute. Duck butter. That's horrendous. That's pretty bad, yeah. But hey ho, um, keep going. Yeah, this next one is called, um, without any joke whatsoever, it's called Ethnic Cleansing. Uh-huh. And it's the inevitable bout of flaming hot <laughs> diarrhoea that occurs after eating certain ethnic cuisines. Thai and Indian cuisines are notorious for this, apparently. After ethnic cleansing, the entire digestive system is vacant or cleaned out. And in a sentence, <laughs> even though chicken vindaloo causes severe ethnic cleansing, <laughs> I still order it occasionally. Oh, <laughs> that's quite a good one, actually. I don't mind that one. Munting. Oh, no. I actually think I actually think this could, might get voted the worst one ever. Um, maybe on Reddit or something. So it's a variation of necrophilia involving two live people and one dead person, male or female. To munt is to find and dig up a semi-decomposed corpse. One person then goes down on said corpse whilst the other jumps on the dead person's stomach. Oh, God, no! Causing the juices, i.e. the decomposed organs, etc., to be forced from all orifices. That is then drank by the person orally and connected to the corpse. Can't be real. <laughs> Can't Nobody's be. ever done that. It's just a no. horrible thing that somebody thought they were funny writing. Somebody's made up completely. Yeah, that can't be real. Okay. Um, Blumpkin, <laughs> Jack. I've heard of this before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a fun word as well, but... Blumpkin. The, de- the delicately balanced art of getting your cock sucked while taking a dump. Blumpkin, I love it, I love it uh, It's just a fun sounding word It's disgusting but it's so fun sounding A flying camel <laughs> So as your girl is lying on her back And you're hamming her from your knees You very carefully move forward And prop yourself without using your arms On your dick while it's still inserted In her vagina You then proceed to flap your arms And let out a long shrieking howl Much like a flying camel my girl girl had to go to the doctor today I think I injured her last night doing the flying camel again I think you might have done (laughs) Um, well I've got an advert loading here on this page Um, continue what have we got right Frosty the snowman (laughs) a game where you get four of your friends mostly guys or girls who can squirt where you all jack off into a top hat and the last person to come, or the person who can't come into the hat, has to wear the hat, and they resemble a melting snowman. <laughs> and I've got in a sentence. Me and the guys played Frosty the Snowman last night. It wasn't fun. Oh, that was quite funny, man. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how it, how it took you. Uh, it took a ton. Um, yeah, a melting snowman. A hot carol. <laughs> That's a lot of jobbies. To excrete uh, faecal matter into a shock and then to hit a person in the face with the shock filled with jobbies. So, 
in a sentence. I pooped in my sock while in the Jeep and jumped out and gave a hot carol to the homeless man. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> um, I think this is one you covered last week as well, actually, a waffle stump. Oh, yeah, we did cover this last week one. Um, this is when you shit in the shower and then you proceed to try to stomp it down the drain with your foot. <laughs> in a hurry to cover up the evidence, she waffle stomped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin. <laughs> Just Kevin. It's an old-fashioned dildo using ancient Greece that was made of wood. He went out of style due to women getting splinters in their vaginas. <laughs> Sentence. Uh, Greek girl number one, have you tried those new Kevins? Greek girl number two, no, but my grandma had to go to the medicine man <laughs> after <laughs> using her Kevin. 405 oh, likes on that one. And 320 I'm sure, um, dislikes. I'm sure everybody listening to this just now knows a Kevin who is a dildo. So um, you can tell, tell your favourite Kevin that story if you want. Um, a Midas, Midas touch, um, which is the accidental tipping of a finger with poo <laughs> when wiping one's anus after dumping. Um, yeah. My finger went through the bog roll and I got the Midas touch. The Midas touch. Oh, do you've got a big long one, three tier? Oh, no. Jesus Christ, what size is this? Poo butter. Right, I spit on the duck butter earlier. Poo butter is one of the ultimate paybacks to your mortal enemy. Or failing that, a superbly disgusting prank that will make you the most outcast-hated human being on your friends' lists. Simply sneak into your victim's kitchen and take a tub of butter or margarine. Oh, no, I've, I've skipped it by accident. But, uh, um, tub of butter or margarine from the fridge. Take the tub and place it into the microwave for one to two minutes to reduce the butter marge into liquid. Pour this liquid into an empty receptacle, such as a bowl or glass, and put it to the side. Now, take the empty butter, marge container, and shit into it. Once the filthy task is complete, pour the liquid butter back on top of your defecation. Replace the lid, then place the butter in the fridge. Soon, the marge will re-solidify, completely hiding the deathly secret you have uh, laid lying there. Your hapless victim will start using the butter until one day as its level recedes they start scraping a peculiar substance out of the tub that is definitely not butter. Cruel, isn't it? Awful. Poo butter is a suggested tactic. I don't know, but this is a suggested tactic for it. For situations such as domestic arguments, fights with siblings, hated co-workers or nasty (laughs) neighbours. There's an issue there with the first two, right? Domestic (laughs) arguments and siblings means it's your your butter as well, dickface. So why why would you do that? Um, I don't know how you're getting into your co-workers' houses to shit in their butter. Or your neighbours, but yeah, this... Crazy. Um, I've got a lumpy Barney next. Um, (laughs) I don't even know what it is, but it's funny so far. Lumpy Barney. Excellent. Which is the physically impossible act of defecating without being followed or accompanied by urination, also known as the Chez Rosterfield. Although although impossible, this act must be labelled. Disclaimer, the Urban Dictionary is not responsible for any instantaneous instantaneous combustion that shall occur during execution of the lumpy Barney. Um, After three days of living in the desert without water and a healthy diet of prunes, Craig produced a classic lumpy Barney. Um, Listen, in all seriousness, that that is impossible. I I don't think, as an adult, I've ever done a number two without a number one at the same time. No, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Right, move on. 
show IMAX and Climax. Oh, I like that. That's a good. That's good. So instead of Netflix and chill, but the next level basically means you're going to Climax with your partner while at an IMAX. Um, it's played in the background. It's for adults and risk takers while Netflix and chill is simply for children. Person one, he want to come back to my place for Netflix and chill. Person two, nah, I prefer for IMAX and Climax. It ensures optimum pleasure. Optimum pleasure, indeed. 2016, um, that was added. I suppose that's when Netflix and Chill sort of started kicking about, yeah. Yeah, that's probably about right. Um, okay, <laughs> can't can you know. I've not pressed it yet. What have we got? Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> okay. Amazon and, anal. Amazon and Anal. It's like Netflix and Chill, but with the butt stuff. Um, girl says Netflix and Chill. Guy says no. Girl says Amazon and Anal. Um, see, that's, that's that's a tough choice because you're going to get better content on Netflix, but you probably yeah. want to try the 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 anal more. So the, the you'd, stuff. Mm-hmm. you'd watch a subservice TV program to maybe try the second thing. Yeah, for Amazon, for all its positives, um, it's got a lot of shit on it, and any good anything good on it, you need to pay for. Yeah, that is it. That's what they do. Nine, even ninety nine pence. A warning tap. The universal tap usually given in a thigh signaling an impending ejaculation. He was such a gentleman, he gave me a warning tap when I was on top. <laughs> what a lovely guy. What a lovely, lovely guy. Um, powerballing. <laughs> to gyrate one's testicles while copulating. And in a sentence, last night I was totally powerballing your mum. <laughs> Just so childish, man, but funny. Rodeo fuck. Enter a woman from behind, wrap one hand around and firmly grab her breast, bend over and whisper in her ear, your tits feel just like your sister's, proceed to maintain thrust for eight full seconds. Uh, I think I've heard of that, a similar type one to that. Again, never happened. But Yeah, here's one from 2003, Jack. Um, okay. Rusty trombone. Oh, I've heard of this one before. Yeah, to get rimmed while receiving a hearty reach around, <laughs> this resembling a trombone player in full chorus. Hearted each around, man. Um, in a sentence, Phoebe's rendition on my rusty trombone last night was so moving, it brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> a Bosnian seesaw. Oh, when on. a man needs to pleasure two females at once, he puts a strap on, on backwards, and thrusts back and forth where a girl is bent over in front and behind him. Man, did you hear about Nate giving those two girls a Bosnian seesaw? What the hell? Oh, that's quite funny, man. Um, okay, next up, number 28, Santorum. Mm-hmm. The sometimes frothy, usually slimy amalgam of lubricant, stray fecal matter, and ejaculation that leaks out of the received partner's anus after a session of anal intercourse. Named by popular demand and usage after legislator Rick Santorum because of his homophobic political statements. Alright. And then to hear it in a sentence, that <laughs> move was about as slick as Santorum. Dear me. A shame fuck. So, yeah, the person you're compelled to fuck, even though they're not the hottest, sexiest, smartest, or most clever, or remotely appealing to anybody, really. The guy's a pig. He's stupid and repulsive. I can't keep my hands off him. I don't know why I want him. He is my shame fuck. Okay, we're going to skip past number 30. Okay. <laughs> because, because can we just... Can we just read, n- no. just read the, um, 
the definition and don't read the, <laughs> the title. Okay, but you right? Okay, uh, it's a matter of yours. I'll do it. Fuck it. So this no, is... don't, don't, I, I don't want you to say it. I like having a job, right? So <laughs> you, you can say the first three lines up into the last word of the third line. That's what I'm, I'm not going to be saying that. Okay, it's a particular type of ego, right? So when they're when a person receives anal gives head and gives two hand jobs at the same time. So if you can picture that in your head, the head and arm movements, you'll understand why this then is given the particular eagle. Your mum did the particular eagle with her co-workers the other night in the office. <laughs> uh, oh. Right, here's, here's one that you've probably not experienced at Ibrooks this season. Stature-baited and it's when you become sexually aroused by the score in a video game or a sport, etc. And um, the sentence would be, I just staturbated over that game of the league we just had. All right, staturbation, 2016. Uh, the atomic bomb is performed by climbing on top of the stall and shitting or attempting to shit into the toilet from about five to six feet. <laughs> May also be called the atomic dump. <laughs> That's Do you know funny. you get into toilets sometimes and it is like somebody's done that? Oh, it looks like you you don't understand how the trajectory's worked mm-hmm. for the shit to leave their arse at that angle for it to end up where it ends up. It must have wild. been atomic bombing. Yeah, yeah there must have been. Oh, fuck off. Um, I've got a big long one here. Um, okay, it's called a, sw- <laughs> right, okay. it's called, it's called a Um Swaffling is the way to drive the woman, or if you pair the man, such as some tribute characters do, um, of your dreams to new unprecedented heights and fabulous moments of pleasure. Only men can practice this erotic expression. Women also provided they're in the possession of a sex toy. The swaffle stands or falls with an important... or fa- if, 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 Sorry, I'll say that again. The swaffle stands or falls with an important factor. The swaffler must be in the possession of a so-called top-heavy penis. That means that the penis must not be fully stiffened, though it mustn't be soft either. Top heavy is a state in which the penis hangs appropriate, approximately horizontally, and it is in which possible to swing with the penis. You take the object to be swaffled by preference the woman's bottom, leg or breast, <laughs> and you slap it gently. Do not hit it too hard to prevent bruises and broken bones. Don't get it. In history, Adam and Eve appear to have done it. The Romans enjoyed it very much on their 40 years lasting journey through the desert. The Jews enjoyed doing it in their history, and in the early Middle Ages, the noble art of swaffling was lost. Many feared that the swaffle phenomenon has been taken away forever from mankind. However, in a booze holiday in Blaine's, a group of youngsters rediscovered swaffling and even perfected it. I don't know what so, that is. <laughs> I don't get it at all, man. So Just basically... Semi and sh- <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. I don't quite understand that. I don't think I've ever done it. No, I don't think so neither. Um, <laughs> the next one's good. The next one's good, is it? Yeah. Poseidon's kiss. So when you begin to take a shit in the toilet and the water splashes up and touches your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> All been there. A little Poseidon's kiss. Right in the bum. Mm. It's worse in America, Jack. You've never been to America, have you? Uh, yeah, I was there like 20 years ago. So in America, they fill the toilet bowls up to the top. Do they? Yeah, well, not the very top, but they're filled like three quarters high. Mm-hmm. So the splashback is serious business. Yeah, that's rubbish, but you don't want that. No, uh, Urkel Jerk. 
Um, jack it off by looking in the mirror when you're dressed as Steve Urkel. <laughs> I don't even know what that yeah. means. Who's Steve Urkel? Um, I know the name, but I can't picture him. Let me just Google it. Steve Urkel. Yeah, it's the it's the wee, the wee lad with the braces and the glasses. From Family Matters. He was in Family Matters. Right, okay, sure. Urkel, that's the one. Urkel, okay. <laughs> Bizarre. Tony. It's just a huge-ass boner. Okay. And when I saw Kerry, I hit a big fat Tony. <laughs> 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 oh, sometimes uh, the short and sweet ones are good. I think we're coming to the end. Near enough. Yeah, we'll get to two more. Uh, my last one then. Gummy. The act of receiving a blowjob from a toothless woman or man. That's all, that's awful. That's that done. Um, yeah, that's. Do you know what? I'm quite happy with that. That's a solid half an hour of uh, urban dictionary definitions that I can put out at some point. So, um, yeah, absolutely. We'll just, we'll just call that a day today. No, what we're going to do actually. Soon. Um, it was quite a popular episode. Actually, was I forgot all about it until. I was looking at things today was the phobias, 21 phobias that you've never heard of. We only got about halfway through. Oh, so yeah. We, will, we can do that for next week or something, or the week after. We're trying to arrange another guest or two, perhaps. Uh, again, if you know anybody that's got an interesting job, let us know in the Patreon comments or find us on Twitter at Wrong Term Memory, basically. So you all know that already, but keep in touch. Yeah, do it. We like it. We like it. especially if you're on the Patreon. Use those comments. We like them. Um, it makes us feel happy. It makes us feel like you love it and you enjoy it. And we like hearing your feedback and thoughts. Um, we got a lovely, we got a lovely message this week. So I just call it out actually while we're here because it was lovely. It was from one of the listeners, a guy called Robert. I won't full name him. He's got a wonderful surname though. Um, but his name's Robert, and mm-hmm. um, he sent us a, a wonderful message this week. And um, it's nice. Huh? Yeah, I'm probably sounding really sarcastic. You know, I mean, I actually don't mean to be. He said, <laughs> no, I sent, was... he genuinely sent. A lovely message, and you read it first, Jack. You messaged me and told me to go and check the messages, mm-hmm. and it was just very, very nice. So, thank you for reaching out. It means a lot to us, and um, you're all really, really good people. That's why you're here. That's why you're supporting us. And please do continue, and we'll continue to make the content. Yeah, I just put content there, hundred percent. Cheers for reaching out, and we will speak to you soon. Bye. Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening and if they are, they're pretty hardcore long-term memory fans and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash long-term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes. Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag, they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. (laughs) 